Coming to you live from the most powerful city in the world. Welcome to the Sideline Junkies. Sponsored by Anchor FM. Take it away, fellas. All right, and as promised, we're all live from the Barclays. The Monday after WrestleMania did not disappoint. The crowd was hot, ready to rock and roll, ready to play the game, pun intended. And a week out from the Superstar Shakeup, it was a lot of craziness going on, KG. Yes, indeed. I'm, I'm running off a fume from last night uh, into today, just the excitement. I don't think I've ever been this excited so many days in a row from Thursday until now, and then I still got another day of wrestling. Like, it feels like the old days. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With Seth coming out, talking about, you know, he's a fighting champion and, and the crowd already on top of it. To Kofi coming out surprising everybody on a Monday and challenging Seth Rollins to a winner-take-all match for the main event. That was unexpected and awesome. To even Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder winning the rematch against the Revival, which is kind of interesting because you're thinking, oh, how the heck did that happen? Yeah, it's supposed to be no rematch clothes, but eh. Yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of wondering how that happened, but either way, you know, I thought uh, Baron Corbin's angle <laughs> with Kurt Angle continuing just a little bit more was uh, pretty funny and cool, especially with him catching um, the Angle Slam. But then we had Lars Sullivan come out, and that was a surprise. Yeah, saying as though he was supposed to make his debut months ago, mm-hmm. but had a little issue. Whatever it may have been, may have been anxiety or whatever else. But I'm hoping that he has it all taken care of and he can take his rightful place on the Raw roster because that's where he's going to be. Yeah, I mean, you know, he he was an impressive specimen, especially staying up against Kurt Angle. And that flying headbutt, it was interesting. We finally got somebody that looks like can deliver it almost like Chris Benoit. Yeah, but we know the long-term effects of that, so got to be careful. Yeah. Now, what do you think about? Um, to me, it seemed like Bailey was heel turning. Just a tad bit, but I think I kind of saw it. Maybe I'm just I'm looking too much into it, and I'm trying to give myself too much credit. But I kind of saw it last night. But you know, her and Sasha, they they're, they're cool, but they don't have the greatest relationship. How about that? Yeah, I agree. But Alexa Bliss looked good. You're lying. Alexa ah, Bliss, ah. great. Oh, my gosh. Mark out for the goddess. I see how it is. But speaking of looking great, the man came out, and the crowd was hot, hot, hot for Becky Lynch. But they were even hotter when Lacey Evans gave that right hand to Becky and then the beef started, and it just started going from there. I was like, I was not expecting that, but I was happy to see that something happened finally with Lacey Evans. I got to go back and rewind the tape, because I believe I said something to that fact, that Lacey Evans is going 
stop doing the little walk-ins and walk-outs, and she was going to start asserting herself after WrestleMania. I'm not sure. If you remember, tell me. But I got to remember what show it was. I believe I said that. I think you said something to that effect as well. And it was, you know, nobody was expecting it to be up against the universal, undisputed, Raw, SmackDown, women's champion, Becky Lynch. So I guess if you're going to shoot your shot, you might as well start from the top, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a big step. That's something, that's a big piece of cake to bite off for Lacey. But from what I've seen and what I've heard about her, she ain't no slouch. No, no, no. She, she, She did her thing at NXT, former Marine. So she's going to go out there. She can go. That's not the problem. And she looks good doing it as well. So speaking of being able to go and shoot your shot and and going for the top, Bobby Roode actually asserted himself after they took the loss, being Roode and Gable up against Ricochet and Aleister Black. Well, I don't know if you noticed, but Ricochet uh, debuted his theme music 2.0. (laughs) <laughs> so he's got got a little bit more jazz in there, to say the least, for his entrance music. But yeah, that attack from behind from Bobby Brew is like, okay, Bobby. Well, speaking of entrance music, um, WWE has making entrance on anyone that has Spotify. Uh, that was something that was trending as soon as I opened my Spotify tonight. And it's trending, it's making interest. It starts off with Becky Lynch. And, you know, it's her saying, making entrance. And, you know, this is Becky Lynch. It's time for you to make your own entrance. And then it plays her music, then it goes to Triple H. You get Randy Orton. I mean, it's a long list. And believe me, I think they're going to add more. You got uh, Finn Balor, uh, the remix to his entrance. Um, But it's just, it's out there, so... Go ahead and subscribe to that. So, what are you? Is it like a ringtone again? Or I, I don't understand. Is it just no, it's, theme songs? It's, or? it's basically a whole album of things, theme songs. Oh, real? Oh, so that that basically WWE the music. Right, they just basically. called it something different. Yeah, they just called it something different. Ah, so they capitalizing on everything. WrestleMania time. That's probably <laughs> why you know you said make it interesting because I know they they rented something like what's your wrestling alter ego. And they want you to go ahead and cut some some video promos on that, but I so, think it was going to be uh, that serious. How, how soon before we start seeing the People's Choice Don Rodriguez all over the internet? Well, hey, I'm not going to lie to you. I may have to take a little bit because Tamina is doing her thing thing. She looked great at uh, WrestleMania. And uh, the, the behind-the-scenes pictures as well in black and white. Look even better. Yes, yeah, she so, did. I'll loan my uh, theme song out to her a little bit more. <laughs> Speaking of loaning, today was the last day that we had Dean Ambrose on loan. His final match or or, or, or attack or something, I don't know. It's kind of interesting on what you would like to call what happened when he went up against Bobby Lashley. Yeah, and then I, I it just didn't seem right. It it didn't feel right. None of it. 
when uh Michael Cole said they took him in the back to work on him and Renee Young was back there checking on her husband when she came back, it seemed like she was just discombobulated and just like, I don't want to talk about it. And that didn't seem like that was a, a, a work. Right. It just seemed like it was out of place. Yeah, I agree. It's like, well, I understand he's just leaving. And, and the question is, is he all in? Mm. Because if that's the reason why he's kind of getting the proverbial short end of the stick, so at least, then okay. But I, mean, I don't know. I mean, what, what is Dean doing? Don't know. But I mean, I, I think wherever he lands, he's going to be fine. But this won't be the last time you see him in a WWE ring. I say give it about a year. You think? I know. Okay. Go away, reinvent yourself, come on back. So you think it's a mutual thing? You're just giving him time to enjoy him, enjoy himself and, and get a breather and and take some time? Or do you think maybe there's a, a, a wellness thing? I mean, I don't know. A little time to enjoy himself. Go 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 check out everything that had that the wrestling world has to offer and come on back. Okay. Okay. And speaking of coming back, Sammy Zayn. Ten month layoff. Sammy Zayn returns, does an open challenge and gets the Intercontinental Champion, Finn Balor. Unexpected. Times two. Yes, indeed. And what better would he say? If you don't make WrestleMania, you make the Raw after WrestleMania. Exactly. And then he heel turned. But then he was kind of, I guess he's just making sure he reprised his role as heel. So I, I would like to see at this moment Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan together. That heel combo would be pretty interesting to say the least. Based off of how Sammy did his promos, like, you know, it was kind of getting that Daniel Bryan feel. And then, you know, if him and Daniel Bryan were together like that, man, that'd be insane. I'd like it. I would really like that. And speaking of insanity, that puppet, I'm not going to lie to you, man, kind of got some Bray Wyatt vibes off that. (laughs) I mean, did I... Am I looking at that wrong? No, sir, you're not. I mean, didn't it seem like that was a Bray's shirt? Remember how he wore that red Hawaiian shirt? Mm-hmm. And that's what the puppet... I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's like... What kind of stuff is going on? Why? I hope they don't have Bray playing with the puppet. Because then I'd be really pissed, but... I don't know. Speaking of puppets, or, or not really a good segue, have you noticed on Twitter that Conor McGregor is having a lot of sports entertainment conversations. I haven't noticed that. Yeah, I mean, you know, he was kind of, you know, congratulating Ronda Rousey and the women and, uh, well, more so on the Scottish side, talking about how awesome it is. And then he congratulated Ronda and she said, hey, hopefully, you know, we'll share a beer somewhere down the way. And Stephanie tagged in and said, hey, you know, you never know until you try. 
with a little smiley face saying, you know, hey, the door's open if you want to come on over and, you know, give it a shot, especially with Brock leaving. Mm-hmm. And then he also got into some, not not nothing bad or, or, you know, overly crazy, but some conversations that could go into a heated way if they wanted to play it in that, in that light. But Connor has been having some, I'd say, more than what, I would be expecting Gronkowski to be having that level of conversation more than um, Conor McGregor, which is kind of weird. But we'll see what happens from it. I heard a rumor that uh, Gronkowski was uh, going to sign, if not already signed, with WWE. Yeah. Hit NXT. Or just go straight to the main roster. But we'll see with uh, Mojo Raleigh. Starting to slowly but surely, you know, he's got the cracks on his face and stuff like that. The, the, the crack glass that he was talking to. So I guess maybe that may, that could become the new tag team. Quite possible. We'll see. We will see. But then we had Elias, which I know you were excited for Elias's rap video, <laughs> to say the least. But you could tell that he was kind of hinting. It's a lot of a death conversation and all that. And it led to the dead man. How do you feel about him showing up the Monday after and not at Mania? Just the same period is good for me. I was getting ready to send uh, you and Cabro a picture of him and Bret Hart, but just seeing him, period, is good for me. Now, I do have to say this. Undertaker is pretty much where Shawn Michaels is on the hair situation. I'm just saying. Yeah. Just saying. I'm not going to go into it any more than that because that's the Undertaker. And if I hear a gong, I know I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) It was good to see. It was still an awesome moment. But then we had the main event of the evening, which I'm not going to lie to you. Hour one, I was psyched for the possibility. Hour one and a half, I was confused. Because I don't know if they showed the same thing up north for you, but they did the commercial for SmackDown that said the New Day was going to be celebrating Kofi's win on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania. How's that possible if you're having a winner take all match? Are you just telling us the end of the match? Like, that doesn't seem WWE-ish to me. I kind of figured it wouldn't it wouldn't be finished. I thought maybe a Daniel Bryan run-in or something, yeah. It wouldn't be finished, but then the bar coming out and becoming a tag team. Oh, man, poetic justice was when the crowd just started yelling bull S. He's like, well, there you go. There you go. And that kept the both championships intact for both superstars to be able to do what they need to do on their respective shows. So not a bad uh, Monday night. Not a bad season opener. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I was expecting a crap ton more debuts from NXT. We've been talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. 
but I don't know. We'll see what happens. I know we got the superstar shakeup. Maybe they didn't want to go too deep in that because the shakeup is only a week away. And so normally when we had the brand extension or the draft and all that stuff, it was about two months down the road. So I guess we'll see what happens on how many people get called up if nobody has their move made on Monday and Tuesday of next week. It's up in the air. Well, we shall see. I mean, it's one of those things you got to wait and see anyway, so. Yep. But at the end of the day, I was still happy with it. Great show. A lot of energy. The crowd that they were supposed to do what they were expected to do for the Monday after. And then the WWE had Barclays for one more night before they retire their New York, New Jersey experience. So we've got SmackDown at the Barclays and then we'll be done with WrestleMania week. So we got one more night to go, my friend. One more, one more. And then we can rest for a couple of days and jump right back into it. Yeah. For a nice little Spitfire show on Saturday. And who knows, we may go all in on some uh, coverage, not WWE, on the mothership. So we'll see how it plays out. But until then, man, we've got tomorrow to contend with. And about uh, 24 hours, we'll be discussing what happened on SmackDown. Yes, indeed. Can't wait. Well, I guess it's about time to shut it down and park the mothership and maybe get some sleep, but I'm too excited right now. Yeah, it's like, man, trying to find energy to find energy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. I, I, it's one thing just watching it, and then that's it. But, man, when you actually have to do, I, I guess, I, I don't call this work, but work, <laughs> Of of studying and note taking and stuff like that. It's like I do I envy and don't envy the announcers and creative and everything else because man, I can only imagine we're just doing it on one percent. They're doing it at a hundred. Right. It's an awesome task, but I'd still love to do it. Hey, you you ain't the only one. I'm I'm right there with you. Hey, pound, give us a chance. <laughs> <laughs> so all right brother tomorrow we talk some smacketh the down and then we wrap up Wrestlemania week as we begin our new season here at the Wrestlemaniacs yes indeed so always remember you can hear his Spotify uh, iTunes podcast Google podcast um geez well you can hear us right here on Anchor of course don't forget to hit the email, sidelinejunkies247.com, um, at gmail.com. See, that's the fatigue coming in. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. social media, Sideline Junkies on Instagram and Twitter, Sideline Junkies colon podcast. Think about changing that to just Sideline Junkies all the way across the board on Facebook. So. If you look for us, you can find us. And we're not hard to find. We, we, we hide right in plain sight, so you just got to look. That's right. Snatch you up just like that. You don't even see us coming because we already there. (laughs) 
Well, that's all our time to the next time. Sideline Junkies WrestleManiacs, and we are out of here. This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.